welcome to Get Us to the Show. I'm Lewis Hill. And I'm Clint Gibbons. And hey, Clint, uh, this week we're going to talk about Bowmanville. Where? Exactly. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> Bowmanville. I have no sense of direction as it is. And we had a show in Bowmanville. Now, to the people at home who are wondering how you get a show in Bowmanville, let me level with you. I'm also wondering how you get a show in Bowmanville. How did we get a show in Bowmanville? Well, you go to high school with Amy is how you get a show in Bowmanville. Ah, yes. So Dan the man, Dan Allaire, yeah. uh, Danimal, as some of his emails would say. Really? I haven't seen that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm going to start calling him Danimal, yeah, Danimal. exclusively it's the, it's from now on. It's the best nickname ever. Absolutely. But uh, So he had a high school friend. He reached out to this high school friend. As he reaches out to everyone, he's he's great at trying to book shows. Yeah, he's the king of the cold call. hundred percent. And um, so he reaches out uh, to a high school friend. High school friend cold calls for him in Bowmanville. Amazing. Or I don't know if he reached out or someone reached out or someone said, I'm following you on Facebook. I don't know what happened. Ends up we got a show at a brewery. Yep. In Which is our favorite place to do shows. I mean, come on. Breweries are awesome. A bit of echo, but hey, man, you, you, you get an IPA. <laughs> you put that echo out with an IPA. And Bud Light right now is like, what? I was about to sponsor you. Hey, we're still good for that. Now, Clint, if when Bud Light does sponsor us, what does that mean? What are they giving us? Are they giving us beer or are they giving us money? Either way. Yeah, yeah I'll take it. But I'm ready, Bud Light. I mean, they can just cut out the middleman and give us the Bud Light. <laughs> That's it, man. We'll get the money from the empties we return, <laughs> I, I think is the key. No, but uh, th- this is a unique thing because we're not doing a run of shows. We're doing one show. Yeah, it was a one-off. One night only in Bowmanville, which is what, three, half hour, three and a half hours? Yeah, four, three and a half, close to four, on. yeah, by the time we get there. For those of us that live farther out east than you in the civilized territory. That's true. I lucked out on this one, getting rides. You know, sometimes <laughs> I get the rides, sometimes I'm driving. I got the rides. This is this is good. Okay. Now, uh, I know there's been a lot of talk in your family about comedy just being boys' trips. Yes. Where we just let loose and eat what we want and drink what we want. And uh, I have to completely agree because these are... (laughs) (laughs) You're killing me. I know. You're killing me. Here's the thing about a one-off show. There's, you know, we're going as triple jack comedy. So there's Dan Alaire, myself, and yourself. Uh, Two-thirds of triple jack right now is trying to make healthier decisions in our lives. Which two-thirds? Well, not the Clint portion (laughs) of it. I'm feeling very targeted by this part. I don't think I'm going to like this. Well, because here's what happens in the summer with people like me and Dan. You know, we get get a little... uh, Lax, and we start uh, having conversations with ourselves like, no, no, skip the gym, crack a beer, it's it's nice out, no, no, have another beer at this show, so I've gotten a little soft, you know what I'm saying, Clint, I've gotten a little soft, so I've been trying to, uh, particularly after Blues Fest and the big party that was, get back in a, a, a good, decent shape, get down and wait a little bit, and to do that, you know, I do a lot of fasting, yep. and uh, I, I, I say no to the booze a lot more than I... I Normally would in the summer, and I do a lot more training. But with a one-off, Clint, fuck that. It's 24 hours. Yeah. I'm eating everything. I am ha- want another beer. God damn it, yes, I do. So I, I do agree that in that case, it's like a 24-hour binge. Yeah, because you got kind of pre-show drunk. Because I think I remember we're sitting at dinner, and you texted me saying, fuck, I'm drunk. Well, here's the, th- here's the thing about uh, making healthy life decisions. When you start making healthy life decisions, your tolerance dips. See, I'm undercaloried right yeah. now, and I'm this. I, I, that text was after two beer. Yeah. I sent it after two beer, and I'm like, whoa, I'm, I better slow down. Because I'm hosting this show. That's right. You're up first. Like, we're driving Setting up. Setting the tone. The it, show's on your shoulders. And my dad's going to be there, and... 
you know, tickets are flying off the thing. Like we sold a bunch, but then at the last minute they're flying. This was a sellout. Yeah. Which, you know, I, which is pretty cool. We could sell out. Bowman Anytime Club. you can say the word sellout. Yeah. So, so I got a good buzz after two beers, a, sh- a shockingly big buzz. So I had to be like, whoa, I gotta, I gotta rein it in. Yeah. Here. See, cause I didn't catch, cause we were, we were there with some friends or some, uh, friends of, of family. And so it was a long table and you were at one end and I was kind of part of the other conversation. So I didn't, uh, I didn't notice what was going on with you until I got that text. Well, this is one of those, I went to the washroom and texted you from the washroom. It's <laughs> Did like, you really? like a schoolgirl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is, that's how, that's how tipsy I was. I should have been drinking rosé, I guess at this point or Long Island iced teas. You know what I'm saying? I used to love to text people when I I was in the washroom and let them know that I was texting them from the washroom just to make them uncomfortable. Like this big, long message, like something that had to be said, but at the end it'd be another text. Like, by the way, I was shitting while I, t- I typed this. See, I just type like bracket flush bracket, <laughs> just so they know exactly what's happening at the moment. <laughs> no, it's too dangerous. I, I mean, I do it like I do it after I'm done doing my business. I don't want to drop my phone in a, in a urinal. Jesus I have Christ, dro- you have thumbs, Lewis. It shouldn't I, uh, be a problem. They're not as opposable as they used to be, Clint. <laughs> I told you about my summer of summer of Lewis. So anyway, yeah. So I, I because te- I was like, oh my gosh, this is unusual for me. Yeah. I got toned down a little. I, I mean, a couple, t- two beers before a show. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> my rule. I, I have a hard two beer limit before a show. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't plan on having more. But I was shocked at how buzzed I was. I'm like, oh, this is scary. So I got to tone it down. So I had myself a clubhouse sandwich with fries. We fixed it. We put the vinegar. We put the ketchup. We did all that. We ate it. Because when, when I'm on the road, as you know, there will be a menu like with 12 pages. I'll look at it all. But I'm getting a clubhouse nine times out of ten. Well, it's is there a better – like I'm a big fan of a Reuben. Yeah, Rubens are good. Rubens are great, but it, it's hard to get better than a club sandwich. Well, it, for a while there in the, like early 2000s, people started getting like artsy with their clubhouse and it's like yeah. slow down. Like they'd put it on a, you know, instead of a bun, we used arugula. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> instead of a, instead of like cheese, it's a pine cone. And you're like, what is happening? This is, it's a clubhouse. And we buy it because you can't fuck it up. You know what I mean? Don't put it on the special bread. Don't That's put it right. on. Having said that, my dad uh, loves a clubhouse, hates tomatoes. So he Ooh. will often request to get a fried egg substituted for the tomato. Friday. I call that the Friday club. Yeah. It, it's great. It, I think I'm not, I, I didn't invent that. That used to be a place we used to go after the bar on York Street or something like this. Oh, so my dad didn't invent it either? Well, not the name, the Friday Club. <laughs> no, no. But, but you add the fried egg all day. I mean, that's the that's the healthy man's choice, Clint. That's a, just a shot of protein. It's 90 calories with the butter, maybe 120. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm getting a clubhouse. But now it's time to go to the show. We, we check out the venue. Me and Dan set it up earlier while you were visiting with your family. And uh, I get there and I'm like, oh, because me and Dan are a bit late. Because yeah. we went to the hotel and, you know, when I get there, I'm like, oh, you're round the corner. And I'm like, I can't wait to see this. And man, I round the corner. To, and who do I see? Just Clint. I mean, just you. I mean, right. no one else is there. And That's I'm like, right. what is going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that would like normally when I like say I get to Yuck Yucks and there's nobody there. Like I start to get nervous because I hate, we all hate performing to small crowds. Um, so I, I had been there for probably a good 20 minutes just sitting by myself. <laughs> I'm like, but I know the tickets are sold, right? Yes. Like I know we, I think we had four tickets left available when I showed up. So, and we're like, it's not a $5 ticket, right? So people are 
coming. They're coming. But the interesting thing about a lot of, like, it depends on what city you're in, I find. There's different cultures in that you're either early. Yeah. Or you're on time or you're late. And Bowmanville, you're a, you're a late so you know what the trick is, Lewis? I don't. You got to have the Facebook event say one time. Yes. The yeah. tickets say a different time. Well, and the posters say a third time. Well, I'm pretty good at that, Clint. That's a, <laughs> that, that happens a lot. But this time, we were all above board. It was all the right time. Yeah, 100%. It just, whatever. People came late. They were doing their thing, whatever. And the other- showtime was 8. Do you remember what time we actually started? No, probably 8.15 or something 8:15? like okay. that. Okay. Well, yeah, I wasn't sure it was 8.15, 8.30. But, but I... I think it maybe like has to do with like the GTA. You got to take into account traffic. You never know. Fair. Everyone's going to be 15 minutes late on on a good day. And this is a Friday night show too, so it's not like uh, yes. Saturday, right? So people could have been commuting from work. So. Absolutely. One guy blows a tire on on the highway, and it screws up everybody's night. Yeah. So we're there. People start trucking in. My dad is hiding around the corner. Oh, fuck. I feel so bad for this. This was weird. This was weird. My dad and his uh, mom, mom three, I call her. We'll get to that. Carol. <laughs> he, uh, they wanted to surprise me. Yeah. But here's the thing. Triple Jack, we're selling our own tickets, man. Yeah. And my dad had just asked me, like he said, oh, there's a, your event says the wrong time. I think what time is it actually? And I told him it's at eight. And he was just. Like not not that I'm going. I'm just telling you your Facebook post yeah, yeah. is wrong. And then Clint immediately texts every time there's a ticket sale, and he said, "I just sold four tickets." Well, that's because what that's what a good producer does. I agree. You know, you don't keep your you don't keep your axe in the dark, wondering how many tickets have been sold, and it's something to be celebrated. So every time a sale came in, I was letting the boys know. I agree, and that's something I appreciate, and I love it. I like, hey man, this isn't. This isn't like Elvis's manager. Like, just let me know what's going on here. Let me know no, how much. No, you can never go to Asia. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so my dad, uh, his uh, mom three there, Carol, had bought the tickets. And as soon as Clint's message, and I said, well, is it Rick Hill who bought them? He said, no, it's Carol. And I'm like, oh, that's my that's my uh, my dad and his friends and uh, girlfriend, and they're going to come. So- and it's funny, because that's the only time you asked me who. Right, because I'd yes. always I send the update. I'm like, hey, four more tickets, six more tickets, and it is always like a woot woot or like a, look, a look. thumbs up emoji. But this particular time, my curiosity got you. My dad's got a poker face in real life, but when it comes online, he has no <laughs> he has no idea how connected younger people and we're not that young, but we grew up with it. Younger people, how connected we are at all times. So he's not catfishing anybody. Yeah, yeah, he's not catfishing anybody. <laughs> 100%. Well, mom four could, could be out there. You never know. So he comes around the corner and he's he's kind of looking at me a little sly like, hey. And I'm like, hey, uh, I was wondering when you get here, your, your table's at the back. And he's like, what? You knew I was coming? I'm like, yes. We're, we're selling our own tickets. And it's weird too, right? Because we knew your dad was coming. You know, Dan and I had never met your dad. Um, but there's obviously like family resemblance and, and traits, right? But there was a good four guys that walked in you know tall <laughs> lean fair and i'm like oh that's got to be lewis's dad and you're like not my dad not my dad but then when i saw your dad i'm like oh yeah clearly that's you're saying i'm like an dad. i'm like an npc i could just like <laughs> exactly. fit in there. i'm the generic cat character in ea hockey 2009 <laughs> yeah not a lot of time went into your avatar 100 <laughs> percent. wait my dad's my avatar wow okay <laughs> this is you just blew my mind yeah, but we get that a lot. Like yeah. a lot of obviously we look similar. Yeah. So 
Maybe my mom was cheating, but not at that time. Not at that not time. Not at that time. Who knows? Who knows what this family dynamic. My mom's coming to this weekend show at Yuck Yucks, by oh, the nice. way. So it's like I, I get no escape. One weekend no, it's my no dad. No for the wicked. The, the next one is my mom and uh, like the real mom, mom one, you know? Do you um, refer to her as mom one? Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how she does at this show. <laughs> I might have to. Maybe I'll, you're not my real mom. Does that work? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, my dad's there. Uh, he brought his friends, his friends that he, uh, and his friends have known me for a long time because of the, the internet, you know, the yeah. online presence. I guess they follow me. It, really? made, me, it made me check uh, my Facebook and I have people following me. I didn't know that was a thing. That's I'm, a thing? I'm terrible. Yeah, yeah. I thought follow meant friends. Yeah. But there's, there's different people following me. Lewis, we need that intern we were talking about last Fuck, week. We Somebody to explain the interwebs to us. Anybody wants to be my intern, it's great. I'll put you on a rock song. Don't worry. You'll, <laughs> you'll do something on the rock song. But not tambourine, because that's Clint. <laughs> that's, uh, that tambourine's covered, bitch. <laughs> you got to fight Clint for that shit. <laughs> I will and, smash a fucker. And probably not the guitar solo, because that's pretty covered as well. Unless, Lo- unless Logan's going to intern for me. Yeah, so the, sh- the show fills up. We uh we start like here's the thing about this venue lovely venue their beer's good beer's great uh yeah shout out to the uh, tilted glass tilted baby. glass root beer porter okay holy shit balls it was one of the most delicious things I've ever had well I didn't have that because I'm uh, over twelve but <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking with Tange <laughs> <laughs> I like a dark beer <laughs> so we the the thing about the the breweries is there's always an echo. And one, yeah. one thing that I learned is you got to talk a little slower. Now, did I really do that? Not really. I was kind of, I was really excited to host. Yeah. And I got them going the right way. And what do, what do I get that I love? The place is sold out, but I get a front row. I get a front row who wants to be there. How bad did they want to be there? They switched seats. They, they were, switched seats. They were seated as a Because they, they were the very first table that showed up. That's after right. I'd been sitting there for a good 20 minutes uh, wondering if anybody was coming. And... Uh, so the the Danica, the manager of the bar, had asked me for a guest list, right? And uh, Eventbrite gives me an XL, so I can send that. But that doesn't really tell you who bought tickets together. We had a lot of single people buying tickets, so I'm like, I'm not sure how much of this is going to help. Right, they- and God love her. You know, she, she's learning this. So she made a seating chart uh, and had all these people that didn't necessarily want to be sitting together, sitting together, and people that want to be in the front, near the back. So I, I'm not sure how well her seating chart it was respected uh but the very first people that showed up were like fuck that we're not sitting in the back we are in the front give us the front and i believe it was uh three couples yeah maybe four couples maybe there was some I believe it was three uh three couples yeah. and young couples and i opened clint because this is one hot room and i mean that in the, everyone's beautiful yes it's you feel like you're on the oc like what is happening and you get these three ugly uh, comedians from ottawa <laughs> rolling up who are, aren't from this gene pool obviously <laughs> But it is the blondest, yeah, and you know, young. Even the old people are good looking. Everybody's hot. Yeah, lots of cowboy boots. More cowboy boots than I anticipated. How did I not notice the cowboy boots? I didn't notice the cowboy boots. No, I, I counted at least a half dozen people wearing cowboy boots. Wait, these people had cowboy boots and were for the most part well behaved, unlike at the Shania concert, <laughs> because these are real cowboy boots. This isn't cosplay cowboy. Bowmanville cowboy boots. I don't. I didn't know anything about Bowmanville before I got there. I'm pretty sure I know even less now. But well, I was so I, I know a little bit about Bowmanville because I've got some family there, and I had some friends that used to be from the Oshawa Whitby um, area, and 
Oshawa used to have this bar called the Corral, which was the greatest cowboy bar in the world, like mechanical bull. No um, shit. Yeah, and I had a good buddy of mine, my friend Greg. Um, when he was living there, the, the, a bunch of us went down to visit him, and the first thing he said was like, we're going to the Corral. So we do a bunch of pre-drinking, we head to the Corral, and we get out of the cab, and he pulls me aside. There's a group of about eight of us, and he's like, hey, Clint, I need to talk to you before you go in there. I'm like, this is weird. Uh, but the rest of the gang goes ahead, and he's like, hey, just so you know, this is the bar that I hang out at. And every time I'm talking to somebody and I don't want to give them my real name, I tell them I'm Clint. <laughs> so he said, I'm Clint tonight and you're Greg. <laughs> so we literally had an identity swap that night because Clint is the fake name that he would give to the girls that he didn't want to have his real name. So he had all these uh, scorned women look, yeah. looking for a guy named uh, Greg or Clinton. You're looking for a guy named, this is insane. Yeah. This is awesome. Well, it's not that awesome. That's a little suspect behavior. And there, it wasn't but. even so, well, it wasn't, he wasn't even scorning the women, right? Because he was in a very committed relationship the whole time he was gone. So he just like, he liked to chat. He liked to yeah. socialize, but obviously didn't want anything to come of it because he's very dedicated to his now wife. I can relate so to So he this. would just tell them his name was Clint. I like that. I mean, look, I'm a social guy too, and I'm in a committed relationship. And I use the word committed in the uh, mental hospital institution uh, variation of the word committed. <laughs> but I'm just kidding. But uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So the show starts. We've decided I'm going to host. Yes. You're going to uh, headline. Yeah. And Dan's going to middle. And this is good because you have a lot of family at the show. I got some family. I, I, sorry. I, I didn't have a lot of family at the show. I had, there was only like three people that I was related to four. That I was related to at the show. Which is the least amount of cousins you've had at any show I've ever been at with you, by This the way. is true. Yeah. But my one relation, uh, and let's just kind of, I, I don't mean to cut you off here. No, but, shout her out. Uh, she's the best. Colleen deserves all the praise in the world, man. Because, like, she's been trying to get me to Bowmanville forever. Um, kept it, like, it's always the same thing, right? Like, find us a venue. We'll come. Find us a venue. We'll come. Yeah. Colleen's got a lot of shit going on. So we talked about it, but nothing ever came of it. And then Amy pulled this through for Dan. And as soon as I found out, I emailed Colleen. And I'm like, or texted her. I'm like, hey, coming to Bowmanville, July 21st do your work, right? And she went to fucking work, right? Because she did go to work. Man. Like she stole, I, I gotta say half the tickets in the venue, right? Are, are all friends of Colleen. And um, so for those of you who don't know, I guess most of you wouldn't know, um, Colleen is my aunt. Um, this is where it gets a little weird. This is where it gets a little weird. So yeah. Colleen's my aunt, <laughs> but there's only five years difference between us, right? Like I'm closer in age to my aunt Colleen than I am to any of the cousins on that side of the family. So we've always been very close. Now, um, this sounds like you're going in a direction. Uh, listeners right now are going, oh shit, he is from Sudbury. But no, just Again, wait. not just this wait. kind of podcast. <laughs> Having said that, my aunt Colleen did introduce me to my wife because they were best friends. So... At a family hockey tournament. So. <laughs> all, all the listeners just went, woo. Oh, God. That, was, that almost so, yes. got weird. I married my aunt's best friend, not my aunt, so we can stay on the PG channels of the podcast universe. But anyhow, the, the whole point of this is, is Colleen's such an amazing person. She just goes above and beyond for everybody. She does. So when she calls in a favor, people fucking jump. People jump. Right? She, she brought them. And... Clint, I, I can see why they do that. She's such a positive 
a little firecracker, just a firecracker of positivity and fun. Yeah. This girl's awesome. Everybody needs a Colleen in their life. I can't recommend it high enough. Uh, she's done, she's done more for me, uh, personally. Um, and, and anybody that asks, and like I said, the community rallies behind her because she spent so much time rallying for everybody else. It's, it's the definition of you reap what you sow. So her kindness benefited us greatly for this show. It sure and did. Colleen, I know I thanked you numerous times when I was there, but I want to thank you again on air and I want to get out there. Uh, you know, the show was great. Would not have been the same without you. Having said that, it would have been super if you didn't lock me out of the house at the end of the night. Yeah, I'm going to give Colleen a <laughs> shout out as well. Like I, I, I loved it. And also for locking Clint out. I got no problem with that. That's <laughs> This is problem solving 101 in Bowmanville as far as I'm concerned. So the show starts. Yes. The show starts. The, 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 I got the front row. I'm I'm talking to them. And, and I mentioned that it's a hot audience. And, and sorry, Lou, I just want to cut you off one more please. time. Because the way the room is set up, it's a long, narrow room. Ooh, not right? the best. Not the best. Not the best. But, you know, it, it's the best they can do with the geography they have. So all that to say is that the front row, the six people that were in the front row, are literally the front row. They're the front row, baby. So for us to engage with other people was difficult. So yes. we engaged with this front row table a lot and they loved it. So it worked out great for everybody. So I just wanted to to get yeah. that out there to help listeners have a visual cue. Now, when I'm hosting, I watch. I watch people come in because I want to pick up on something. And particularly if in the front row, I want something to say. Now, I notice. <laughs> I notice because not a lot gets by me. I noticed this girl. Detective Lewis Hill. <laughs> she may or may not be very pregnant. Now she might not. She this, might not. This could go very wrong. You know. You had some anxiety about asking her beforehand. I didn't want to. I, I wasn't going to. <laughs> but she threw it out. I said, "Anybody celebrating anything?" And I think it was her husband said, "Yeah, eight months pregnant." And I said, eight months pregnant." And she said, "Yeah." And I said, "You look great." And she goes, "I'm hot and pregnant." And that it, that just now to me, she's hot pregnant girl. Yeah. And that's how I refer to her. And. You know, let's be honest. She was a smoke show. This girl was hot. She was. So I kind of missed how she became hot pregnant chick or hot pregnant lady. Hot pregnant girl. Hot pregnant girl. And, you know, so I get home and I'm excited to tell my wife about the show. And she's like, (laughs) and then what happened? I'm like, well, the hot pregnant girl. And just you could see her face kind of like, oh, no, that's a name she gave herself. Actually, I thought her husband gave it to her. Well, you know, it's all a blur for me sometimes after. Maybe it's the, the craft beers or maybe it's the just the adrenaline of hosting but i did not call her hot she, she i believe she called herself Perfect. hot uh her husband said eight months pregnant and i said that's amazing you look great i wasn't gonna call it out because i could have been very wrong you could have just had chipotle <laughs> and, and, Ella, and she was like no no it wouldn't just be chipotle but of course it wouldn't be chipotle but I've seen that uh, go wrong with comedians. 100%. That's all I'm saying. So I didn't. Anyway, they were great. I talked to them. I started making fun of my dad. I'm like, this is my dad here. He's here with mom three. My dad just loves marriage so much. He keeps doing it. I said, he's leaving a wake of hill women behind him. And my dad was laughing his yeah. head off. And uh, it and was, you had never called her mom three in person before. Oh, right? no. Oh, no. Yeah. So to have that into a mic in front of a sold out room, Dan and I were howling. <laughs> And this is, picture this, people. There, there's no green room per se. This is a <laughs> this is a, a brewery, and the, the outside patio with the picnic tables. That's where we're hanging out. Yep. Because we're right at the the big bay doors. Yep. And we're just coming in from outside when we do this. So yeah, when we're not on, we're hanging out. So 
jokes are going well. I'm I'm making them laugh. The crowd work they're really loving. Um, two girls working. This was a two lot girls of working. people there. A lot there of pe- two girls working. And we talked about this on the way home because I guess the previous iterations of comedy shows they've had have not gone particularly well. Right. A uh, fairly big name comic from down south had been there and only brought 20 people. So I think they thought that's what comedy shows are they, for two people. They didn't have Colleen. They didn't have Colleen. They didn't have Colleen drumming up the audience for that's them. That's right. I and mean, that's the reality. We're, we're very lucky with the people that uh, support us and help drum us drum up this. Absolutely. Because, you know... You can only go to that well a few times. <laughs> but yeah, two girls working, but everyone, they're working their butts off. They're sweating. They're getting everyone nice and uh, tipsy. You know what I mean? Yep. And this is a craft beer place, people. And I have a joke about this. Do I not have a joke about this? Absolutely. I have a joke about if you're, craft beers are good, but if you're drinking, stick to Bud Light because yep. it's the greatest beer ever made. But if you go out and go drinking on craft beers, like shit could go fucking sideways in yeah. a hurry. And for some people it did. And for a lot of people it did in a good way. <laughs> for most people it did in a good way. <laughs> but I, I get off the stage and, and I'm, I'm, I'm covered in sweat and I go out and sit with you at the picnic table and yeah. I let Dan, I start my timer because I know Dan's doing 30 minutes. And I'm just like, oh, this is a really good show. Because you never know. Yeah. You never know. And I'm trying not to bug you because I know you're going through your jokes and stuff. But... We hang. Dan does a set. He the, he's getting all the laughs from his uh, y- the material. You know what's gonna that normally gets the laughs. He's getting big pops from it. We can hear it outside. And then uh, I go back up. I do fifteen more. I do some more crowd work because yeah. I do my ginger joke. And what is all these gingers oh. kind of came at me? They're like, hey, what did one girl say? She goes, the gingers are taking over. And what did I say? <laughs> At night? Yeah, I said, what, at night? And I, I was sculling around like I'm a ginger taking over, and I'm like, oh, no, a full moon. And uh, and everybody laughed, and I love that. So I I didn't want to tell too much more, so I told one more joke because they were hot, and then I brought you up. Uh, how how the set go, Clint? Because me and Dan went back, and I almost missed your clothes because we were, again, we, now it's time for Lewis to have a beer. My job's yeah. pretty much done. So I'm like, yeah, please tell us about your set. The set was great, man. Like, Again, a uh, long room, so you, I felt myself making more eye contact with that front row than anybody else. Uh, but they were loving it, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a great set, you know, top to bottom. But my absolute favorite part is that when I got off stage, you're you go back on to wrap things up, yeah. And Dan pulls me aside. He's like, "What the fuck did you say?" to get that pop because no i was i was that me and dan were talking and we just stopped and looked and goes what the i I don't know that joke i've never heard this joke yeah and then the pop got your attention then you you hear me going into material i've never heard and like there's no better feeling than that right like to get a pop like that on a brand new joke oh man yeah it felt good yeah Yeah. i was i was a bit jealous because i didn't well i did my chad gpt that's a that's a new joke but my dad had seen me do comedy in 2017 so everything was pretty new yeah yeah he was like you know that dick pic joke he used to tell me yeah i haven't told that (laughs) one in five years but but yeah so you you're getting those huge pops uh i think we all stuck to time right yeah i think i did like an extra two uh just to wrap it up but it's the end of the show so you earned it yeah. yeah yeah but that was hot crowd hot as hell sweating sweating like crazy sweating my balls off now, one of these things that I've always wanted to do once the show is over, I wanted, always wanted one of those selfies. And I'm looking down the aisle of this crowd going, 
I'm going to get uh-huh. a fucking selfie after this. So I said, I'm going to call these guys back up here. Uh, and you guys were on board with this. And then, then you guys were just gone. I don't know what happened. Cause I told, I, <laughs> we forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Look, a shiny bird. <laughs> but I told the audience, I want you guys to go ape shit. Cause yeah. this is going to be a wonderful picture. And you and Dan, I, I, I actually stepped outside, brought you guys back in and we took that selfie and you can see every audience member I was talking to. You could see my dad, you yeah. can see the people on the side of the bar, the, the guy who's got the bars in Southern Ontario wants to bring us to. Yeah. Like the crowd was just, they were so excited to be in it and it was one of those magic pictures. It was so freaking cool. Yeah. And like, I thought it was a great idea when you suggested it before the show, uh, Afterwards, I was just, you know what it's like. You get off stage and you're bouncing, you know, your adrenaline coursing. And and that's when Dan had asked me about my new joke. So I was in the middle of telling Dan the yeah. new joke when you called <laughs> us back over. And hey. like, oh, shit, yeah, we got to go. Hey, thugs, get over here. What's wrong with you? <laughs> but that was cool. The, the crowd popped for us. Everyone, a lot of people, you know, uh, commented on the social media and stuff. And I told them to follow us and tag us. I'm not sure if anybody did, you know, but uh, that's still okay. But... Afterwards, they open the bay doors. Now we're out in the patio. We're yeah. all having pints, and you know the, the craft beers are. Fl- and again, these craft beers, you know, when you drink a Bud Light, that's four percent. You get one of these, it's like seven point nine. You don't know. You're just drinking. Yeah. It. And, and the big news is, I didn't let Dan trick me into driving this time, so I got to have beers after the show. <laughs> you did get to have beers. <laughs> I got beers. I bought beers to go. It was a whole thing. But here's where things went a little. Here's where things went a little sideways. This what could w- possibly go sideways? This, this is a this is a nine out of ten crowd. <laughs> a nine out of ten, Clint. But there's always one fucking person who went craft beer ape shit. So I'm waiting in the washroom, and here's here, here's the part you don't know about. I actually before I'm in the washroom, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting there, and there's a you know people are just milling about talking. Uh, someone comes out. There's two women there, and I politely say hey, do you guys need the washroom? And they say, oh, no, no, we went before you. And I'm like, cool. So I go in and I come back out. And who do I meet? Hot, pregnant girl's husband. Yes. He, he's there waiting to go in line. And he comes up. He's like, hey, man, I just want to say. And he goes to shake my hand. And then out of nowhere, this uh, drunk, hammered Karen, Janet, I don't know what her, she's come in and she's just pushing people and hitting them in the chest saying, boys pee outside, boys pee outside, boy. Clint, this is the only sentence she could say. And, I, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she can only repeat, boys pee outside. And this is a this is a scary woman. I'm like, are we on Moss Isley? Is this the cantina? Because she's got a face like a bag of wet rats and she just looks angry, you know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> I got... Guys, I've never seen Lewis as upset about anything as he was about this. Well, she's assaulting me, and she's assaulting yep. this guy. And she's even, she's doing this to Bud in front of the line in the washroom by pushing all the guys out of the way and punching their chests. So and, do we cover the fact that there's only one yeah, restroom? Yeah, there's, in, one, there's one, yeah. one restroom. That's it. Yeah. And there is no outside. It's a patio. Yeah. Well, boys aren't peeing on a fucking patio. No. And if they are, they should get arrested and kicked out. Yeah. So you just wait in line politely like we're in a goddamn society. But she's pushing, gets away to the front, and, uh, you know, hot pregnant girl's husband says yeah. to me, yeah, she's been doing this to people all night. What are you going to do? She goes, he goes, imagine if I did this to someone. I'm like, nah, don't let it ruin your night, buddy. <laughs> yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. But he, he was a very positive dude. It, it didn't ruin his night, but he was just like, can you believe this? Well, when you're a ginger, you kind of got to be, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, life shit on you a lot, so you got to... Make the best out of things. Well, he's got the hot pregnant girl. He I don't does. Know. He does. You're not wrong. Good. But you know what he tells me? He first of all, he hugs me. 
He's really? like, dude, you made my wife so happy. Yes. Calling her a hot pregnant girl. And and I guess she's done uh, open mic a couple times. Yes. She's done some comedy. But he goes, dude, I'm getting something. Right? 100%. My wife is like up here right now. <laughs> and so that's that's all I want to do, people, is get you laid. That's my only goal. <laughs> yeah. So we are changing the name from Trickle, Triple Jack to now Fuck Facilitators. <laughs> Org. <laughs> we haven't run that by Dan yet, but I'm sure he'll be on board. Oh, Dan's good. Dan's good. <laughs> but anyway, uh, this girl comes out again, and on the way out, after she's done in the washroom, does the whole fucking punch your chest and say, boys, be outside, boys, be outside. Again, what an ugly human being. Now, look, Clint, I know I said, I've said some mean things about her, but you can't do that. Look, has Lewis done stupid things under the influence of alcohol in his life? Yes, I can. So I do forgive you, but goddamn, you acted like a moron that night. <laughs> Let me just say that. You acted like a goddamn <laughs> moron and don't assault people. That's, yeah, it, it was just absurd. Everybody's in a great mood except this one bathroom controller that was just way too drunk. So it was impressive that there was only two people there and they managed to overserve somebody. They but, overserved. Uh, I, she must have got that special craft beer, you know, the heroin infused <laughs> hipster but can 17% special, but Can we talk about the fact that we ran into her at the bar after? Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, fuck's sakes so yeah so i mean we've talked about it before it takes a while to unwind post show so uh the brewery is closing down and uh you know i haven't eaten in about three hours so well, well that's it we're also it's 24 <laughs> hours we're packing as much food as we can because when i get back it's back to fasting and sprints and muay thai so let's get her done yeah so we go back to frosty john's the same restaurant where we had dinner so we go back for you know second dinner like we're hobbits or something yeah 100 percent. and uh isn't she there oh <sighs> And uh, the best part about it is I watched her try to order a beer, yeah. and the bartender was having none of it. I loved it. And I was waiting for her to just lose it and start being aggressive like she was with the boys at the place, but she just took her licks and said, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. but like, they won't serve me. Or, so hold on. Let me, uh, let me put on my actor's hat here. Yeah. They, they won't serve me, and I don't know why. Well, because they don't want to get charged. I don't know why I'm fine. And they won't serve me. Oh. But the, the waitress there was amazing, right? Because she's just like... She was great. No, no nonsense. No, I'm not going to serve you. This is not a negotiation. You're welcome to water or food. Yeah, that's and it. I'm like, great. And I think she got water. I don't think she stuck around, obviously. She probably went to bar for something, but that's fine. But yeah, we got some... I got... Clint, what did I do after? Because it's 24 hours of uh, binge. Like, I just got healthy. I've been healthy for a week, but let's binge a bit more. <laughs> So I decide I'm going to get some uh, short rib tacos. Those look fucking With a side of, calamari. side of calamari. And they brought out, because someone had the calamari at dinner, and I'm like, oh, that looks like a nice appetizer. Yeah. And they brought out like a like a, a table full. Like, it was insane. Yeah, yeah. It was a colony of squid. It was a, I, there's a shortage of squid now, and it's all because <laughs> of me. And they were great. And we ate, and we had pints, and we celebrated a good show. And uh, we stayed up a little too late. And uh, yeah, because I was staying at my aunt Colleen's. Well, here's the <laughs> here's the thing. Your aunt Colleen's was only what two blocks, three blocks, it, less than ten minute walk. So so close. But we, I knew it was close. But my sense of direction is a little suspect. But I know you. I'm eating like a pig. But I know you, Clint. And I know you want to eat like it's Halloween. You know what I mean? 
but you haven't yet. And I'm and wait, well, dude, I had chicken fingers and a poutine, so it's not like I was yeah. fasting. Yeah, but you need your sugar. <laughs> I man. do need you my need, sugar. <laughs> you, you didn't have a nacho hat on the drive. <laughs> you didn't have a, a, a two liter of RC cola. <laughs> so I'm like, you said you're gonna walk home. Me and Dan pull out, and there you are. I because you were so calm about it. I'm like, he must have had a plan. Yep. You must know where the junk food is. And you pull out of, uh, was it a Max or a... The Circle K. Circle K with a drumstick <laughs> eating ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. Because <laughs> I was in the store for a bit, and I guess you guys had gone to the car and it, you were chatting. So Dan literally thought I was lost. He's like, are you sure you're okay to walk? I'm like, yep, got ice cream, motherfucker. <laughs> Dan was so impressed that you had ice cream. I couldn't believe it. Like, and I'm like, I got, I bought the beer to go. I'm good. To, I'm, yeah, and, and like the place was so close. I literally, I wasn't finished eating my ice cream by the time I got to her house. So I had to do another half lap around the block. But, and, then, and then you were all crampy when you were locked out, like, because the dairy, right? <laughs> yeah, so they, they, they told me, like, we'll leave the door open for you, which is great. Um, so I get there, and, you know, I, I, I'd been imbibing. So I get to the door, and the door's locked. I'm like, oh, shit. First instinct, oh, I've got the wrong house. So I back up. I'm like, okay, no, I got the right house. And I could see uh, Colleen's husband, Rick, like, passed out on the couch, right? So I'm very gently knocking, and I'm like... Uh, he's not answering. I'm like, well, maybe their back door's open. So I, I go around. See to, me, see, to me, that you're already making the wrong decision. <laughs> the ice cream has gone to your head. You're going to get shot. Yeah, Clint. it was the ice cream that yeah. went to my head. <laughs> it wasn't the puffs on the vape or the, yeah. the, the, the beers. Yeah. But you know, you're right. I probably shouldn't have done it, but I'm like, I don't want to disturb anybody. So I'm going to break into their house. <laughs> and and I, then I stole, I stole some silverware and... <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we all know that I'm the picture of physical health, right? Like yeah. I keep this machine in tip top shape. Well, you, 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 you had some pre with ice cream. So yeah, that, that works. <laughs> like all I did was reach my hand over the gate to pull the latch and doesn't my entire fucking neck and back seize on me. And to the point where I went down and I was sitting on the ground for a solid three, four minutes waiting for it to let go. My, I, my neck and my back. You had a my neck and my back moment. <laughs> brought on by... What's the ice cream company? I don't know. Fuck. Uh, Nestle? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, take, I'll take a sponsorship from Nestle. Oh, yeah, you don't no. want to say that on the social media. will get you. You support oh, really? Nestle. What am I- everyone eats the Nestle, but everyone pretends not to because they wanted to sell water. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, Nestle. there's that. But, you know, uh, social media, it's, 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 it's for the birds. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was it. I, uh, I got into the house, and I, I went uh, down to sleep. And- wait, wait, wait. How did you get in? Oh, their back door was open. <laughs> and then I get up the next day, and it's funny because I'm like, I-, I tell them the story, and they're like, we never locked that door. <laughs> Great. So you never locked that door, but the one time I'm around. Well, there was probably right before you got home, there was probably someone at the fr- broke in and said, Boys be outside, boys be outside, boys be outside. <laughs> oh anyway. This this is devolving <laughs> at this point. It was just too far. It was just too far. It was unnecessary. If you're that how do you justify that one in the morning? Like, no, I'm I'm in the right. Boys should be outside. Anyway, let's not uh, let's let's end this one on a good one. All we're saying is, hey, we sold out Bowmanville. We, we sold out Bowmanville. We came back the next day. We got her done. It was tough uh, passing Brockville, all those patios in Brockville. Yes. We all wanted to stop. We all wanted to stop. And, and yeah, I wasn't driving, so I really wanted to stop. But we didn't because we're responsible. <laughs> and we talked about it too, right? We're like, let's pack the waves up and, and make a day of this at some point. We're going to so do it. We're going to do that. Absolutely. Make it a little more... Uh, 
you know, that way we all have a driver. No, that's not <laughs> what this is. Oh my God, no. <laughs> You're I can't, terrible. I can't think of a better point to end <laughs> than right there. Well, I, I'm telling you right now, we sold out Bowmanville. Uh, bring us to your town. You got a brewery? Bring it. Bring Triple Jack Comedy. We'll do it again, baby. We put on a great show. Absolutely. Find us a place, and we will come to you. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time. Anything can happen when you set it on the road.